Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Gains podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and happy Wednesday. Look, we're going to just jump right into what's going on today. So our power is out and we also have no water. So there was like a really big storm last night and it was really fun. Like we were playing in the rain. We like storms. I think that they're fun, but unfortunately it knocked our power out. So I was thinking, okay, hopefully in the morning power's back on and things will be normal, but the power's not on, which is totally fine. It was really fun, like using our flashlights to go everywhere. And then we're like, oh shoot, like we can't cook or anything. And so we had to like go out and eat, especially for breakfast this morning, trying to make the most of it. Also, the garage door doesn't open. So I have to like crank the emergency thing and like pull it up. So that was kind of fun. You know, we're learning our survival skills here. And Darian and I are like, okay, are we, you know, make sure we have a 72 hour kit. And it got us kind of on this like emergency kick because I don't know what it is about Michigan, but okay, Arizona has zero weather. Like the only weather Arizona knows is hot 24 7, 365. They're nothing like there's not even shade half the time like it's just clear blue skies and it's hot every day whereas Michigan we have experienced mm, probably five to seven tornadoes and all of these like crazy storms where it's knocking out our power like this is not our first rodeo so we're like okay let's get our you know emergency preparedness better because this is something that's new to us so you know we went on an Amazon splurge and are buying all these things and it's just kind of a cool you know, of course it's not convenient, but we're trying to make the most of it a cool experience. The bummer is that we also don't have any water. So I guess because of the power went out, we're on a thing. I think they call it like a boiled water advisory. Like just don't use or drink the water. We can use it to wash our hands. But honestly, again, we have had lots of experiences with not having clean water in Michigan. So it's kind of nothing new. We're glad we always have a lot of water stashed in our garage so that we have it for backups because we learned the first time here to always have like bottled water and gallons of water because you never know when this is going to happen. Apparently it's a thing. Our water is always getting contaminated. So that that's fun. It's a cool, it's a cool thing. Vinny did wake up super early though because the power wasn't on. So his sound machine ran out of battery at like 4 a.m. So we've all been up since 4 a.m. and we're all a little bit on edge. I'll be honest, like we're all just trying to hang in there today, but it's been really cool trying to make the most of it. There's no power, no water, but you know what's open? The gym. 
and I just got a great workout in. Oh, and I just realized right now I forgot my core workout. I'll have to do it tomorrow. Bummer. It is week two in my core challenge. If you join, I'm so excited to do this with you. If you haven't, it's over on my app. Uh, you can still use the program, even though the challenge itself is closed, you can use the program. So that is really cool. Check out my app. I'll have that linked in the show notes. So I guess that that is the fun and gain portion of today's podcast. Get that over and done with out of the way. I loved reading a lot of your funds or gains over the weekend on one of those Instagram posts. If you're not following the Instagram podcast, go ahead and do that. It is funandgains.podcast and I love to see you guys over there chatting and in the DMs and on the comments. So it's always so fun to be able to like put faces to who listens to this. So I love it. I love it. We're going to do a quick review and then hop into the bulk of today's episode. So this is from K Fitness 4. It says, I love listening to the podcast while I'm at work. It really gets my day going and makes me motivated to kick butt in the gym after work. Britt is so genuine and wholesome. I love how she's not faking it for the attention or money. She truly inspires so many young girls or women. A great role model for the new generation. Keep up the amazing work, Britt. We all love you and your family. Aw, well, thank you, K-Fitness4. That is really sweet. Thank you. Big hugs. When it comes to today's episode, I love the podcast because I'm always able to chat about things that are kind of going on presently. What are my thoughts, feelings, and share that with you in a way that we can have a conversation. So recently I shared on my Instagram kind of a transformation, something that I genuinely, when I was newly postpartum, I never thought I'd be where I am today. And I'm just looking back and reflecting on wow, I remember what my thought process was back then and to where I am now. And it got me thinking a lot about failure because I've had a lot of failures in life. And that's something that I know with social media is not always seen. A lot of times social media is a highlight reel and it is congratulations to the success and all of the good things that have happened. But the behind closed doors, the struggles that are going in every single day, day in, day out, the failures, there are many of that. So this podcast is kind of dedicated to celebrating the things that haven't gone right from learning from my mistakes and why we need to fail and why failure makes us stronger. And ultimately learning that failing in life can allow us to better succeed. And this all kind of stemmed from that post of, I remember my thought process of, of being scared to try. And I know a lot of other people's thought process is too scared to try. We are too scared of failure because for us, failure can be really embarrassing. It can be shameful. And we think being perfect or not trying to take that risk is going to save us from being made fun of or from feeling hurt or embarrassed, maybe from past feelings, past trauma we've experienced, which I know I have. I, as an army brat, I know what it is to be left out. I know what it is to be made fun of as the new kid. Uh, part of me is my survival, my behavior, my thought process since I was a little girl is, hey, how, how can I kind of fit in? How can I avoid maybe this shame or being made fun of, being pointed out, being different so that I'm not getting hurt or embarrassed? And what I've realized is there's a lot of power and vulnerability and trying and you really can succeed and achieve goals that you set out in life. A lot of times we just don't think that we can, but we can. And I promise you that I'm going to share some examples and I'm going to go really in depth on a specific one. But I just want to say that 
You can do it. A lot of times we feel like we can't. And I know people were looking at this Instagram post and thinking, holy cow, how did this happen? But you guys have seen it day in and day out. You have seen me show up for two and a half years. That is how it's happened. Two and a half years, not just a week, not just a month. Why do I always preach lifestyle? Why do I always preach sustainable, healthy habits? Because goals, physically and mentally, always take time. We are in the business of changing lives. This is not a quick fix. This is building habits, changing your lifestyle, changing your mindset for the rest of your life. Even when you're 50, 60, you're doing these same things. You're finding ways to get active. You are fueling your body with nutritious food. You are healing that relationship with food. You are finding joy in the journey. You're finding joy with yourself, with your body, however it looks through whatever stage. We are loving ourselves through the process. So I really wanted to open up with this story of a time that I failed and how this has completely changed my life. Again, I think too often we think of failure as an end the end, like a gigantic end and it can be so scary, but what we don't realize is how it's an opportunity and how it is a chance to get back up and keep going. A lot of times I think that a failure is an ending to something. Oh, I failed. That's the end. I can't try again. Like that's it. I got to know. Okay, done. Like I can't try and get back up and do this again, or I can't come from a different approach, or I can't learn from something. And I think as soon as we switch our mindset from we're focusing on the success in life, that's it, we're scared of failing, we want to be perfect, we're kind of in that mindset and process. Once we switch that to learning, your failures are not as scary. And I know that that's hard, but when you're coming at it from a learning mindset, it can really change that narrative of failure is not a complete ending. It might be a time to rest, a time to regroup, but it doesn't have to be a true end of something. You can always get something out of it. And I think until you've experienced this, it's a little bit hard to fully understand. But really, how many failures are true endings to something? I mean, there are some definite endings as in like a relationship that can be a true ending. But for you, that doesn't mean you can't be in another relationship. That means you can't do find someone else. It's not with that same person, but it's with someone else. That's still not a failure. That's not a true ending. You can try again and find a new relationship. So tiny, tiny example, but let's get into my journey of how I have completely failed. And honestly, after a failure, it is a big knock to my ego. A while back, I had this massive dream, okay? My dream goal was to work with a certain brand. And you guys, I got so close. I even had a trip booked and we were flying out to sign a contract. So this was official. I had already flown out and had the initial discussion. Like it was a thing. It was so exciting. I had worked so hard for this. And I was like so excited that I finally was going to get my reward. And seriously, like celebrations were happening. So last minute, my trip and everything was canceled and my heart dropped. So like every single thing I had been solely focusing on was gone. I cannot even explain how devastated and depressed I was. I completely lost hope. I lost focus. Everything I had worked so hard for came to an abrupt stop. And 
not to be dramatic, you guys, but my whole world had been shattered. Like this was a massive failure to me because this was also a little bit public. Okay, people kind of had an idea, like things were being thought of, things were being talked about, and it was a little bit of a public thing. So it took me over a year to work through this and to get through this. Genuinely, the day I found out, I canceled all plans. I was on the way to the gym and I found out and I just sat in my room and I cried. I sat on the couch for over a week and just did nothing. I cried. My mom was in town by chance from Germany. And so she took me out to lunch and we talked about it. And I just really wanted to self-isolate. I didn't want to be around anybody. I felt extremely embarrassed and I had no hope. I had no idea of what to do. I had no direction because this was my goal. This was everything I was focused on. I was putting every single thing, my heart, my soul, even my value and self-worth, which is a lesson I'll talk about later, into this dream goal that I was so close to getting. So close. Weeks away, trip was booked, everything was confirmed via email. We were going. This was happening. So for that to be completely ripped out from under me, I was lost completely lost. I almost even lost my sense of identity. And it was a really hard year for me to work through it. And I didn't think it would take that long, but it did because I put everything into this. You guys, I was completely shattered. And after a while and of just kind of being a little bit upset and feeling lost, like those feelings did not go away. I kept thinking about this goal and I realized at the end of the day, okay, well, what is my goal? I've got to find a new goal. And I tried to have other goals and just nothing was living up to this initial thing that I wanted. I kept thinking to myself, this is my dream. This is what I want. This is what I've worked hard for. Can I give it another go? And it took me a while to be able to feel like I could. It took me, you guys, over a year to feel like I could try again at this goal. And I kind of kept going back and forth like, oh, I tried and got so close once. Like, is that enough? Was that it? Like, it was just a no. I need to give up and try something else. So I went in a couple other directions and I never liked it. Uh, And just this thing in the back of my head was like, you got to keep trying, Britt. You got to keep trying. This is your goal. This is what you want. This is your dream. Why are you not going to get back up and try again? And I was scared. I was timid. I, I wasn't confident yet again because this really, really knocked my ego and really just kind of shattered me. It broke my heart, honestly, in a sense. I just was so lost because I attached so much of myself and my value and my time and attention on this one goal and to have failed so miserably to me, it was absolutely devastating. So again, I rested from this goal, okay, over a year trying to figure out what I wanted to do. This was like a weird year for me. There was other things going on. Like it wasn't the only thing I was thinking about, but it kept coming back up in my mind. And because it kept coming back up, I thought to myself, okay, I've got to make a decision. Am I going to go back? Am I going to go back all in and try for this goal? Or am I going to just leave it, turn my back and not worry about it anymore? And this was a big decision. It was something where I was very timid and a little bit nervous. But one day I said, that's it. This is seriously all I have been thinking about for so long. I'm going for it again. And I felt strong enough to do that. And I said, this time though, this time I'm not going to put my entire heart and soul. I am going to do me. I'm going to build myself up. I'm building my confidence up. And if this happens, that's great to me. 
Like that's still my end goal, but I'm not going to put every single thing, my heart, my soul, my entire value into this one goal, this one dream. I can still have success a different way, but I still want to try and achieve this. I don't know if that makes sense. Basically what changed is before I put my entire self-worth and value into if I can reach this dream, that's the only way I'm going to be successful or have value. That is like the ultimate dream. Whereas now I'm like, that's still my dream. That's still my goal. But I'm already enough. Who I am, what I'm doing is enough in and of itself by me, just me. I am good enough. I don't need anything else. But if this happened, it would be really cool. That's still my goal. That's what I'm shooting for. So that was a small little change of where I did get lost the first time around of putting way too much emphasis and priority and myself into this goal where I don't know if that's relatable at all, but that's what I had done. Okay. So I made my decision to go back and to still try and get this dream brand, this dream goal. And it felt good. Once I had realigned my focus, I went twice as hard. You guys, I went so hard and fast after this goal. I had already failed and I had built my confidence back up in the meantime. I said, I am enough no matter what happens, but I'm going to get this goal. Okay. I'd already failed. I'd already been disappointed once. I knew I had nothing to lose. And that was so powerful to me. There is something empowering with having the courage of, I don't care if I fail. I don't know what it is kind of a side tangent. I also recently had another brand deal where I was like, oh, I could take or leave this deal. And I was like, I'm just going to shoot for the moon, put out my quote, put out kind of my wants, my needs, my demands. And if they accept it, great. If they don't, I walk away happy because you know what? You know, if they take it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. I have nothing to lose. And I shot high for that moon. And I got it. I cannot believe it. That's another That's another side tangent. But it's just like I've learned from this initial experience that when you go at it with you have nothing to lose, like I had nothing to lose. You guys, I had already failed miserably and a little bit publicly. I knew I had nothing to lose. I just went at it as hard as I could. And it took another year of constant grinding, okay? So one year completely off from this goal, rested, got that flame back and said, I'm coming back at it twice as hard. Took me another year of grinding and slowly a small opportunity came and I said, this is my chance to prove and to show that I'm worth it and to smash it out of the park. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes, we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. And you guys, I gave it everything I got. For those three months, I popped off and I showed up and I worked really hard, better and harder than I ever have before because I wanted this. And officially, it became a thing. And that victory was a thousand times more meaningful because I kept going and I set out after it and I did not give up. You guys, I failed. I failed miserably the first time around. I was so heartbroken and this sent me into such a negative spiral I can't even explain. I attached way too much of my value and self-worth to this goal because I was so narrowed in and focused. It gutted me. My world revolved around this one goal. And so this victory meant so much more since I put more time and more effort into it. I really, at the end of the day, think we are the only ones holding ourselves back. I easily could have said, okay, I'm done. I give up and life would have gone on. When I got rejected the first time, when my heart was broken the first time, I could have been mean and nasty. I could have turned my back and said never again. I could have done a million things. And I was patient and I tried to think about this in a longer time frame and hold out a little bit of hope. And that paid off for me at the end. And I just keep thinking, if I didn't get back up and try, I would not be where I am today, period. Not even not even close. If I accepted defeat the first time around and just stayed down after I got knocked on my butt, I would not be where I am today. I would hold so much regret and self-hatred for myself for not honoring what I feel inside I want to try to strive for. We seriously downplay our thoughts and emotions way too much. Why do we try to talk ourselves out of this? 
we have some kind of inspiration. We have like that little inner voice, our conscious telling us, you really want to do this. Do it. And why don't we? Why don't we follow those feelings, those promptings, those thoughts that we have? It's because we're too scared or we're too lazy. And I just feel so empowered by this experience, especially because for me in my life, this is one of my greatest comebacks ever because I did not think that this was possible for me, period. And especially after being rejected the first time, I was like, they, they didn't want me. Why are they going to want me now, later? You know, it's going to be the same thing. But no, I said, I'm going to come back two times stronger, two times harder, two times better. We're going to get this done and I'm going to shoot for this goal one more time. And if I do it right, if I play my cards right, I can get it. And honestly, you guys, I worked so hard. That's what you don't see offline when it comes to this job is how much thought, time, and attention. I guess I, you guys put some comments in there where you see, but you guys, these were long years of me and it, I put the grafting boots on. Okay. If you are a Love Island fan, you already know about the grafting boots. I was grafting hard on this for years. It did not come easy. It did not come quick. It was a long-term, huge effort. And a lot of times when we get shut down and we get turned down for things, it can be just as devastating, whatever it is, or something else in life has happened that has completely gutted you and left you feeling a little bit hopeless, a little bit, how am I going to come back from this? And I just want to say, it's okay to sit in that moment for as long as you need. Okay. I sat in mine for a good year before I felt strong enough to try again or try, you know, to have some kind of big dream or motivation again. It took me a long time to feel okay and comfortable doing that. So however long you need, no, that's okay. But eventually you've got to get back up. You have to get back up and keep trying. And it is going to pay off. I promise you, even if you are scared, it is so worth the risk. And look, like I said, kind of at the beginning, okay, part of me is like a perfectionist. And what I've learned about that mentality is trying to be a perfectionist is trying to control other people's perception. So I can't do that though. It's impossible. So I think, okay, if everything's like okay and orderly and I'm trying to, you know, make everything all perfect, then I'm, it's again, saving me from that, those feelings of hurt and being made fun of, being embarrassed, being shamed. But all it does, again, that I keep playing in my head is it keeps me from being seen and it keeps me from succeeding because I'm way too into my head and I'm not giving myself room for creativity or innovation. And honestly, there is no creativity or innovation without failure. I think that's a Brene Brown quote, like an amazing leader in kind of this space of failure and vulnerability. She's absolutely fantastic. You should definitely check her out. But Truly, I just, I really learned patience through this experience and failure is so important for all of us and so is resilience. I learned to adapt. I learned to rest and not quit. I learned it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to pause for a moment and try to reassess. I made sure that I will never put my value or worth in anything but myself again. That was probably the biggest lesson I have ever learned because I put way too much of my value and my own self-worth into a specific goal where that they other people 
do not care about you as much as you care about you. So if you put your self-worth or value into anything else, it is so much easier for them to just stomp and roll that over and dismiss you where that value, that love and that self-worth needs to come from yourself. And I learned that I'm good enough on my own. That was a massive growing point and I would not be who I am mentally or physically or anything without learning through that terrible failure, okay? It was bad and I can like laugh about it and talk about it now because I've completely healed from it, but holy cow, you guys. I also just, I wanted to relate this to our finished journeys, okay? Because I know, I know what you guys say. I see the comments, I see the messages. I would, but, I would, but there are so many excuses. So many. And there will always be excuses. For example, today, oh, power's out, water's out, I'm not going to the gym. Whoops, not not going to the gym today, okay? It's a really hard day, no one slept, I'm tired, not going. No, 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 miss. No, we have goals to achieve. You have goals to achieve, Okay. I know when I first started, here's another example of failure and scared to fail, but overcoming that, okay? When I, also someone's mowing the grass, so if you can hear that, I am sorry, but I'm on my, I'm on a roll, so I'm not going to stop, okay? I know when I first started my bulk last May, okay, I was terrified and I talked about this openly on my YouTube channel because I openly admitted that I was trying to bulk and I was trying to grow my quads. I was therefore accountable for my results and to show them. You don't think I'm a little bit nervous when I got hundreds of thousands of people looking, oh, Brittany, is she actually bulking? Oh, how's her body? Is is she doing what she's saying she's doing? Like, is she all show? Like, this was my time, okay? I had a lot waning on this, a little bit nervous, okay? But I'm also like, okay, this is my jam. I love the gym. I love food. Let's freaking go. I can do this. I'm not going to let it stop me from opening up to you and then showing I can do it and you can too. It was kind of a cool experience that I did. I've never done it before. So I was accountable for my results. And I was like, dude, what if I fail? That thought just kept going in my head. What if I fail? You know, what if people think blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who cares what people think? I care about what I think about myself. And that is what matters. I need to do this for myself. That's why I'm doing it. I happen to be sharing it, but I'm doing this for myself. So I put my head down, I worked hard, and I kept trying to show up for myself. I had a lot of missteps along the way, and that's how it goes for all of us, okay? But ultimately, I did a fairly decent job. I feel like I hit my goal. It took six, nine months, even a year. I feel like I'm still seeing benefits of it because I've kind of even changed my training style around this. But this is just to say to get out of your head, and it's not going to be perfect, Get it out of your head that your journey is going to be perfect. Way too often when it comes to our workouts or our nutrition, we again put that perfectionism in our mindset. I have to be perfect in order to succeed. Nobody else is failing. Nobody else is making these mistakes. Well, let me tell you, everybody's making those mistakes. They might just not be talking about them. I have plenty of days where I genuinely can't go to the gym. I have days where my nutrition is all out of whack. I try my best to talk about that and everybody has those though. I promise you, everybody has those. Nobody's journey is perfect because there is no such thing as perfection. There is no such thing as being perfect on your journey. And health, health looks different on everyone. Health looks different on every body. Every single body, even if we ate, 
and train the exact same way. Our bodies are going to look different. I'm 5'2". How many of you are 5'6", 5'7", 5'8", 6 foot, 6 foot 2"? You're going to look a little bit different than a little 5'2 Brittany, okay? Little as in short, okay? <laughs> Got to specify that. But seriously, this is kind of a little pep talk to you to get out of your head. Stop being scared of failure. I was going to say, because even if you fail, but no, no, no. Everyone fails. You're going to fail. I'm going to say it. Spoiler alert. You're going to fail. All of us are going to fail and have constantly failed. And you've got to kind of get that in your head. So therefore, when it happens, you're prepared and you know what to do. Does a failure mean it's an end? No. Is a failure another opportunity? Yes. That is how we should all change our mindsets to look at it. There is no success without a failure. And I love hearing those stories because it again reminds me, oh, this isn't over for me. I can get back up and keep trying. And you can too, 100%. And so many people are too scared to even start whatever their goal is. And especially when it comes to their fitness journeys, they think, ah, I'm not going to be able to commit to going to the gym. I'll never be able to live a healthier life. But you can. You can. I promise you. You can do anything you set your mind to. Our minds give up way before our bodies do. You've got to establish that mental toughness and having that prepared kind of action plan for, hey, when you fail, when you set up an obstacle, what are you going to do about it? You can rest. You can take a little bit of a break. You can say, oh, okay, I need to chill for a second. Let me regroup, regather that. That really knocked me down. Whether that's the next day you get back up and you're able to go at it again, or maybe you got to wait a week, a month, a year to try again at whatever goal that is, fitness, health, career, like anything. This applies for everything. There's going to be failure in everything. But I just really want to encourage you all, if you're trying to start living a happier, a healthier life, I want to let you know that you can do it. People are like, how did you do it, Brittany? How did you do it? I kept showing up for myself. I kept showing up for myself no matter what. Okay. Again, there are days, there are weeks where I'm like, it's really hard to show up and I show up for myself in smaller ways. But I know when I'm strong, I can get back up and go full, full throttle at it. And never ultimately giving up, never quitting, looking at every little speed bump, every little failure as another opportunity to keep going and show myself and show whoever that I can keep going. I truly, truly from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. If you've already listened this far, thank you. But if you are listening to this and you are one of the people who reached out to me after I shared how difficult it is being a mom in the fitness space, thank you. Thank you, because I, at times, want to quit. I want to give up. I want to just say I'm done. And when I feel that way, I know that's not really what I want. In the moment, that might be what I want. But I know I will always regret giving up on myself, giving up on my health, giving up on whatever else it is, my dreams, my goals that I've worked so hard for. I'm going to regret that. Let me take a day or two off. Let me recharge, refocus, and come back at it. And hearing your guys' stories and just being so kind and open, again, gave me that another perspective, gave me that feel to keep going. 
and I love you guys for it, okay? I'm just being honest. There are lots of tough days. We all come, we all experience failure and it's kind of what are we going to do about it? And hopefully from this episode, it's a little bit all over the place, but hopefully you just feel uplifted and inspired and realizing that we all are going to experience failure and how are we going to deal with that? How are we going to manage that? I know a lot of you who have dealt with some type of failure or loss, like you, you've already started those mechanisms of what did you do? Have you, have you given up? Is there something that is still within you where you're like, oh, I failed once. I want to go again. How many of these success stories do we constantly hear? How many failures they've been? Again, I feel like the successes are what are celebrated more and not the failures, I love being able to kind of talk about how many failures we have all had and that we're all going to keep experiencing them. I know every successful business, every successful person has gone through and has been through this and will continue to go through some type of failure or setback. And it's just getting back up, trying again. And I want to encourage you when it all can seem way too overwhelming for you to even start on your finish journey or keep going or pick yourself back up to do that. Pick yourself back up. If you need a little bit of a chill break, take a little bit of a chill break, but get your butt back up. And if you've been waiting for someone to give you permission to do that, this is now your time. It's time. Time is over. It's time to go. And it's time to work hard for your goals. You got to put in that effort and you will get results from it. I definitely feel like this episode was a little bit of a different one. So thank you all so much for listening. That is just what has been on my heart. Thank you for letting me kind of share this because I just want you to feel encouraged and motivated and inspired and capable. You can achieve whatever goal, whatever dream you have. I myself have completely failed and I'm glad I could talk about that on here to share with you guys that you're going to have some failures too. But what are you going to do about it? You can get back up. You can try again. So if anyone feels open, love to discuss our failures or even discuss dreams and goals and things that we want. And, you know, I feel like we've talked about that before in the podcast with like the bucket list and what things do we want to achieve? This is just kind of your reminder of, hey, let's not forget about them. Let's go after them. Your life is what you want to make out of it. So what can we do to bring that, how can we benefit ourselves? And yeah, you guys, just lots of random thoughts today. The power's out. I'm feeling a little bit reflective. Next week is definitely going to be reading your gym stories. We are so excited to read those. I uh, just wanted to give a little bit of a break, give a, you know, stretch out the Darien content for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you haven't already, go ahead and rate and review this podcast. And you can follow the podcast Instagram at funandgains.podcast. And if you need some more training programs, go ahead, check out my app. It's only a dollar for the first month. That is the promo right now for your first month. So if you haven't already taken advantage of that, go ahead and do that. So that's everything for today's episode. And I will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.